I want to take a little bit of time to share with you a very important part of the software development process and actually a very important part of the learning process. And the reason I want to share this with you is because when I was getting started, I feel like this was overlooked. This was not something that was put on my radar or shared with me until much later on in my learning career. And ultimately, I didn't really spend a lot of time doing this crucial step until I really got into the workplace and started to understand how it was important. And I want to share this with you because if you've been following me at all, you know that when people are starting to learn how to write code, what are what's one of the first things that they start with? They start with those those infamous searches of what programming language should I learn? What's the best programming language for beginners? And they start looking at the languages as opposed to the bigger picture, like what type of software do I want to write? Where where are my passions? What are the things that I enjoy doing? And then what are the programming languages that I can use to learn how to create that type of software? We don't we don't pay attention to that. And so a lot of times you wonder, well then where do I start in this whole process? What is the important part? How do I get started? And I feel like this is what I want to share with you right now is really what I'm going to call step zero in the process. Now, you can use this step right now if you're thinking about software development, if you're just getting started, or you've been doing this for years, you can place it anywhere in the process, but it will be incredibly helpful to you if you're just getting started or thinking about getting started in doing this first. And that step is using GitHub on a regular basis. Now, why is this important? Why am I putting so much emphasis on this? Well, GitHub is wonderful for many reasons. And I've documented this a few times before. And some of the best features of GitHub are simply the fact that you can store your software there. It's in the cloud. It's out on the internet. So no matter what happens to your laptop, to your desktop computer, it could explode, your hard drive could die, you could drop it in the water, something could happen. And if you're just storing all the code that you write on your hard drive, it's a bad practice. Not only is it bad for you as you're learning or getting started, but if that's how you're storing your software that you use in an enterprise or as a professional, that's even worse. So you can store your software there, and no matter what happens to your computer, it's always safe. It's out on the cloud. If you ever need to get it or pull down your source code to install it on a new computer, if you get a new computer, or if you're on vacation and you're you know, at a meetup or something and you're talking to someone about code and you happen to have a solution to a problem that they're having, but you don't remember how you did it, then you can go out to GitHub using your smartphone or a tablet or whatever you have. So you can actually look at your code and not have to just try to remember how you did it. So those are wonderful features about GitHub and some of the most important in my opinion, but the most important feature of GitHub especially if you're getting started, is the fact that it's a community. It's a community of people that are out there that love software, that love to write software, that love to share software, and more importantly, they like to comment and talk about software. So how does this play a role in getting started or how can you help 
how can you receive help and get better writing code and learn using GitHub? Well, it's pretty simple. All you really need to do is you go out to GitHub, you create an account, it's free. You don't have to pay for it, it's free. You create an account and then you just start to browse around. You start to think about, once again, like I've talked about before, how do you choose a programming language? Well, you start with where your passions are. You start with what type of applications that you would maybe like to write. Well searching for stuff on GitHub is very similar. So if you're just getting started and let's say you have an interest like cooking or needlepoint or construction or whatever your passions are, whatever you're interested in, you can go on GitHub and start searching for those things. And when you search for those things, odds are pretty good because there are literally millions of people on GitHub. You can search for those things and you can pull down and see probably hundreds of examples of code for applications that would apply to whatever your interest is. And you can start to look at that source code. And then once you get that list, you can say, all right, well, as I'm looking through these applications, I think this programming language looks pretty interesting, something that I might like. And then you can filter those results on that programming language. And so now all of a sudden, you've gone from, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know anything about this software thing. I don't know anything about programming languages to all of a sudden, I have a lot of example applications using a particular programming language that might seem interesting and you can start to read that code. So that's one of the most important first steps when you're getting started is read code. Look at other people's code. See how they write it. See some of the ways that they use the language, the structure that they use, the organization that they use and start to use those things and incorporate it into how you write software. Now, you might not use that same process or you might try it and be like, eh, I don't really like this. And that's the point. The whole point of this is not to become a lemming and just follow what other people do, but to try things. You might see something that looks interesting. I'm going to try that. But in your flow of writing software and in writing code, maybe you don't like it. And that's okay. And so you're going to start to formulate more of your own opinions. And the more you do that, the more you read code and try code, you're going to start forming your own opinions and then you can start to share those things with the outside world and how do you share your opinions with the outside world in github well you start to provide comments on other people's source code now obviously you want to do this in such a way that's kind and tactful because you want to look at this as a very similar way that you would have an interaction with another human being face to face if you see something that doesn't seem right to you you want to provide feedback you want to help them to improve but you want to do it in such a way that it's constructive. You don't want to make it sound like you're better than them or holier than thou or whatever, because that's not what this is about. This community on GitHub is all about helping. It's about giving other people direction because to be honest with you, we're all in the same boat or maybe we're in several different boats but we're all in the same ocean we're trying to write code we're trying to learn a craft we're trying to get better we're trying to improve our skills for whatever reason maybe you want to become more marketable in the workplace maybe you want to write better software for yourself because you have a a dream and you want to start a business or maybe you're like me and you have a full-time job and you write code in that full-time job but you enjoy code so much that it does follow you home and that you find yourself sitting in your living room or sitting at your dining room table or wherever and you're writing code. And one of the things that I find very interesting about this is that 
my family, I love them to death, but they really don't care anything about computers, about software, about programming languages. So once I leave my office at work and I come home, there's really not a lot of, you know, quote unquote software development community at my house. And I don't, that's okay. I don't, that doesn't bother me. I don't look down upon my family for not being a nerd like I am. And by the way, nerd is a term of endearment. I'm going to use that a lot, but my family, they're not nerds kind of like I am. So one of the things that I find very useful about GitHub is even though my direct community inside the walls of my house don't care about the software that I write necessarily. I know that if I were to log on to GitHub and contribute and put my source code out there and invite other people to look at it, they will care and they will provide feedback and they will put me into this very important feedback loop that is crucial not only for me to learn more about software to get better at writing software but it's going to allow me to become part of this so I know what I need to improve on and I can get better at it that way and then I can also turn around and I can apply those new skills and that new way of doing things to my job and this is an incredible incredible opportunity for all of us to get better at writing code. Once again, no matter what stage in the process you are, maybe you're thinking about getting started or you've been doing this for a little bit or you've been doing it for years. So just depending on what part of the process you are in will just slightly change your interaction model on GitHub. So if you're thinking about getting started, get out there, create an account, and start reading. Start reading source code. Start looking at examples. There's going to be huge applications out there, and there's just going to be some sample blurbs of code out there depending on what you're interested in. So just start searching around and start reading. And then once you get started, once you start writing a little bit of code, maybe you're following some courses or following some tutorials, and you're copying code and you're creating these applications, take that code and put it on GitHub, right? And then you find people that are out there. You find others that are on GitHub. You invite them into your source code and then you start asking for their feedback. Now, as soon as you start showing other people your source code, you immediately become vulnerable. And that's very scary for a lot of us. And I can relate to that and I get it. But here's the thing. Here's one of the biggest things that you have to understand is that GitHub is a massive community of like-minded people that love open source software, writing code, sharing code, contributing to other projects and providing feedback. This is a, the type of environment that welcomes those type of people. So what you're going to find is that even though you're kind of opening yourself up and getting vulnerable, you're actually going to grow from it because you're going to get so much feedback from other people that most times is going to be very constructive. And even if it's not, you don't know these people. So why should you care if they're like, well, why would you write something like that? You should do it like this. Well, forget about the first half of that sentence and just look at the second half and take it with a grain of salt and say, okay, well, maybe I'll try that next time. Maybe I'll incorporate that into the next application that I write. And that's how you learn. Yes, maybe you get a little bit of a cut because it hurts when someone says something like that, but you're going to grow from that. You're ultimately going to learn. And I promise you that that type of feedback is definitely in the minority. The majority of people that are out there are going to provide very constructive criticism and they're going to provide you their perspective. And once again, you can take that perspective and you can choose to use it if you would like, if you like it and it makes sense to you, or you can choose to ignore it. It's completely up to you. So 
you really need to jump into this GitHub community and start to use it in the different stages of wherever you are in your in your journey into learning software and, and writing code. One of the other big reasons that I'm pushing this right now too, and it's great timing, is that you've probably started to hear a little bit about it. And if you haven't, I'm going to take credit for explaining this to you and uh, telling you about it right now, is that Hacktoberfest 2019 is starting now. And what this is, is it is a... It's an effort that's been put forward by a couple different places, and one of the, the key sponsors is DigitalOcean, and I'm a huge fan of DigitalOcean. I use their products, and I'll be spending a lot of time in future episodes talking about DigitalOcean and how you can use it in your process of learning and writing code and all sorts of good stuff, but that's where it is. So if you go online and you search for Hacktoberfest, you're going to wind up on a, a subdomain page of DigitalOcean and it's going to have all the information about it. So right now there's going to be a massive influx of people heading out to GitHub, creating open source software, contributing to it and learning from it. And it's a great opportunity for you to get started now because there's going to be so many people out there that are in the same boat that you are. So get out there and start contributing and start learning and start reading code. And one of the really cool parts about this Hacktoberfest thing is you can get a free t-shirt. Now we all love swag and we want to get, you know, free shirts and wear them to work or out in the neighborhood and, you know, flaunt it a little bit. And that's, that's cool. And the way that you get it is to go onto GitHub and to contribute and to create at least four pull requests in the month of October. And if you're not familiar with what a pull request is, uh, there's a lot of explanation about all this kind of stuff on GitHub in the documentation. But basically what a pull request is, is if you go on to GitHub and you find a repository, which is basically just someone's source code, you can copy it to your computer. You can play around with it a little bit and see you know, what it looks like and how it works. And then if you notice something in there that you think maybe could be changed a little bit, or improved, you can make those changes and you can, you know, test the code, run it, make sure everything works. And then you can send it back to the owner of that repository in the form of a pull request. And then what will happen is that in, that will, that request will be sent to the owner and they'll be able to look at the changes that you've made. And then they can either accept them and merge them into their application, their source code, or they can provide feedback. They can comment on it if they kind of like it, but maybe they want you to change it a little bit and you can make changes to it. And once again, now you've become part of this feedback loop. You are helping them to write better software. They are commenting on yours to help you write better software. And then eventually, hopefully, they can combine that the, your changes into their actual code. And that's the full kind of life cycle of a pull request. So like I said, in the month of October, if you submit four pull requests, and I'm not 100% sure, I think if you just submit them, I don't know that they necessarily have to get merged, but uh, you can, once again, get all the details at hacktoberfest.digitalocean.com. I'll leave uh, a link in the show notes to learn more about this, to learn about the entire process. And once again, just get out there and try. And on top of that, if this is completely brand new to you and it's over your head or you're incredibly nervous about opening yourself up to this process and you don't and you're not really sure that's something you want to do because you're a little afraid of, of getting this feedback, then reach out to me. 
I will help you. We can work on something together. We can come up with some sort of grand idea of an application, or we could come up with something simple and we can write something together. It's a lot of fun, I promise. The first time you do it, it's a little unnerving, but after you've done it once or twice, it's a lot of fun and you're really going to enjoy it and you're going to be unbelievably blown away about how much fun it is and how much fun it can be to get feedback and to improve the process of writing code. So if you want to be a part of it, but you're not sure, reach out to me. You can find me at Derek Jensen Codes on Instagram. Reach out to me there. Uh, DM me or just send me an email through that and uh, we can co- we can collaborate. We can work on anything. And even if you're listening to this after Hacktoberfest is over and you still want to work on something together, then that's fine too. Just reach out to me and we can, uh, we can get together and we can start creating code because ultimately the goal of all of this is to become a part of this community, to improve everyone around you, including yourself. And being a part of a community, being a part of a group of people that have the same goal and want to improve is ultimately what this journey is all about for all of us. So I definitely urge you, if you don't already have an account, get out to GitHub, create that account and get started today and make this a part of your journey. Make this a part of your path because the more you do this, A, the more marketable you're going to be in the workplace if that's something or somewhere you want to go with this writing code and creating software. And it's also just something good to provide you with that that sense of worth and that sense of joy that's going to be necessary for you to improve as a software developer. So get out there and create that account today, and I will see you out in the community. Hey everyone, thank you for listening to this episode. It truly means the world to me. And if you found anything in here useful, please remember to share it with others. Because remember, the only way that we're going to be successful learning how to code online is by doing it together and remembering that the journey is also the destination. And one of the best ways to do that is by sharing this journey with friends.